Welcome, 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 <laughs> episode 16. Um, we, yeah, we're recording again in the evening. Um, and I've, I've had my evening tipple, so <laughs> this is going to be a fun one. Um, so I am your co-host, Kylie Wild, and I'm joined by Pete Beckett, and uh, we are going to bring you a great show. Um, where, where one yeah. half is drunk and one half is completely sober. <laughs> That's the way it should be. <laughs> um, Don't know about so, yeah. <laughs> How was your week, Pete? Uh, it was all right. Work was work. And the weekend <laughs> was is. was a busy one filled with birthday celebrations and all that. So I can't can't complain too much, really. But I'm just, just eager to get in, get in and record again. Yeah, um, it's funny how it's become a very much routine for me. Um, yeah. I kind of look forward to it, actually. <laughs> yeah, it got a little bit weird on Sunday afternoon when it was like, oh, I'm supposed to be recording. Nope, I'm going out for once. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, actually, last week's um, recording, I actually forgot that we weren't doing it on Sunday. <laughs> and so I was sitting there at like 12 noon going, Where, where's Pete? Where?" Where's Pete? And I was like, oh, yeah, he told me. <laughs> it's Monday. Yeah. So I was like, oh, yeah. But um, but we're here today and yeah. we have a great show. And it was only 24 hours less uh, behind. That's normal, true. Which I got it up on Tuesday morning, which was which was pretty good, I think. Yeah, I think it was really good. And yeah. it actually turned out to be most listened to episodes. Yes, it was. It was, uh, a, it was yeah. a good one. I really enjoyed the conversation. With oh, you. I... I very much enjoyed it. Um, I like that very much. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And those controversial topics are always a fun love, one. Love. Have to love controversy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I felt we covered it with quite a lot of tact, actually. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Absolutely. Even-handed, all that good stuff. Um, yeah. And stuff. But that <clears throat> leads us to our uh, latest news, which yeah. is always fun. So yeah. what's happening this week? Oh, we've got some real doozies of a news story this week. We've got, yes, we do. We've got one nice touching story, one uh-huh. funny story, and one controversial story. Our favourite! Yes. <laughs> and if I was to say to you the touching story was to involve 2K games, what the hell would you think about that one? I would have thought you were lying to me, and you've been replaced by a replicant. <laughs> yeah, I have been replaced by Android Wilson. Absolutely. Oh, I cannot believe it. But yes. Mm-hmm. Tell so, us about 2K Games. So 2K Games, in the wake of Kobe Bryant's death, actually mm-hmm. put up an in-memoriam picture at the beginning of NBA 2K20. That actually is is very good for them. Um, they, they are not known for uh, doing things correctly. No, they're not. But they got that one right. Yes. Uh, I wonder so how that... much it cost them to put that on there, though. Ooh. <laughs> oh, yeah, because there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes that, that yeah. we don't know. And uh, Kobe Bryant is a, how do you say it, a property. So yeah, they had to. Definitely is. And yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if an ultra-rare Kobe Bryant um, now becomes one of the rarest properties on the uh, my team 
Oh, definitely. Oh, definitely. Um, oh, God. Yeah. I just like, boom, like all the marketing possibilities just flooded my mind, yeah. um, which is a terrible thing. But that is what happens. Uh, mm. you, you see it with, uh, you know, even Elvis's estate. Um, oh, that's a nightmare, to be honest. Oh, gosh. That's the thing when a celebrity passes. And, and let's face it, Kobe Bryant is a celebrity as well as a sportsman. Yeah. Um, uh, when a celebrity passes, they actually become a very valuable asset. Oh, I hate saying that. But <laughs> yeah, but it's business talk, though. That's how it is. We're looking at, it is. We're looking at the facts and figures on the page. The fact, exactly, and the fact that two gay ga- two K games out of anyone uh, was able to secure that is that actually speaks quite well for them. Yeah, it does, and I, I'm glad that oh, they've done something nice to pay back all those people uh-huh. who actually got fleeced over by them over the many, many years that they've been oh, doing gosh. this kind of thing. You know, yeah, but absolutely. I wanted to mention this because I, I don't think 2K get enough credit when they do something right. Yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah, but yeah, because yeah. I mean, as a basketball fan, it was quite hard to read about Kobe Bryant's passing the other day, even though I'm a Celtics fan. It was like, uh, <laughs> well, he's a legend, to be fair. That word is thrown around a bit lightly. Uh, is, isn't thrown around lightly. You know, he is uh-huh. one of the greats of, you know, the NBA history. You know, yeah, and he, he definitely has a place. place. Yeah. Day. Absolutely. Um, being that I'm from Texas, I of course am a Rockets fan first, and uh, then a Spurs fan second. So, <laughs> well, yeah, because they're the only two teams that you have in all of all of the state. They are. They are. It's Fair true. <laughs> I mean, hey, but when the Rockets went to uh, the uh, NBA Finals, yeah. like ten years ago, twenty years ago, console, um, I watched. Every every game. Oh, oh, of course you did. Yeah, I, did. I mean, yeah. it, it always surprises me that the uh, the playoffs are like they're mm. such long winded affairs because they're like best oh, they are. games, aren't they? Yes, that's exactly right. Um, they're very exciting. Uh, mm. That's it's the same thing with with me. It's the same thing for uh, baseball as well. I'm actually a baseball fan as well, but um, I get I become more of a fan. Tw- the end yeah <laughs> i know when i know who the 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 the, the finals are going to be so uh, yeah. it's kind of same thing as basketball the, the thing is that's always confused me about baseball is the fact <laughs> the showpiece game in all of the season is the world series but only basically america <laughs> and japan play baseball i knew you're gonna say that and canada we have one one team i think and the toronto uh is it? Oh, it's the, the Toronto Blue Jays. Yes. And, uh, oh, I so, know more uh, about baseball than you. <laughs> well, I was saying Toronto Blue Jays, and then my brain was bringing up like the Cardinals, and <laughs> I don't know why. I was like, no, that's not right. Um, but yeah, it is funny that it's called the World Series. Yeah, uh, it does make me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this is enough. For, that's enough for the uh, basketball or sports-related podcast. Yeah, no sports talk. <laughs> Yeah, I could actually do a sports cast, to be honest. I really could too, to be honest, because I do love sports. I love playing them. Well, I like watching them. Oh. I'm definitely an armchair <laughs> fan. Oh, if I could, if I ever can find the time, I'm so getting on a rugby women's team. Oh, oh you should do that. Oh, I'd be so good at it. Yeah, you would. 
then, oh. then the only thing is they might try and stick the pads on you and think you're an American football player. Well, that's true too. Oh my gosh. Oh, they get serious in rugby. They are not. That is no joke. Yeah, they don't mess around. <laughs> no, they do not. Oh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we'll yeah. move on. Uh, yes. So do you want controversy or do you want fun? <sighs> Let's start with controversy since it's our favorite. <laughs> yes, we love a bit of controversy here. Absolutely. And this one happens to be about a game that you had mentioned in our game <sighs> preview for 2020. Yes, I've been looking forward to it. Warcraft 3 Reforged came out on the 28th of January and has upset <sighs> players. Yes. Why? Now, why has it upset players? Many, many reasons. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> so I did a lot of looking into this, a lot of mm-hmm. watching videos from people like Jim Sterling, Yong Year, mm-hmm. Tech USA, all the usual suspects, you know. Absolutely, yeah. Um, they managed to pretty much cover this quite well. So um, most of this is going to come off of their thing. So the information has come off their videos. So... What they have done is they have updated the launcher for the old Warcraft 3 to mm-hmm. the new launcher, meaning that all the bugs that have happened in this game are now concurrent on the old version of the game. Basically yes. forcing people to upgrade to the new version, despite the fact that no other game in history has ever done this. Yes. Um uh. There was also a policy change on Activision Blizzard's part that mm-hmm. meant that any game mode or subsequent subsequent game game that was made using their engine is officially their intellectual property. So things yes. that were made using the engine like Dota yep. would never ever happen again. Yeah, I am very disappointed um although to say that disappointment and blizzard haven't gone hand in hand in the last couple of years yeah, yeah i i know i i don't know if it happened when activision acquired blizzard um I although so. i strongly yeah i strongly believe that it it did happen then um yeah they have They've just done a disservice after disservice, and yeah. I hate that. I mean, I used to be part of the Overwatch uh, community, mm-hmm. and it's just you can't, you can't now. You just can't. There's no. They've changed the rules. They've changed. They've nerfed everyone, and yeah. then, you know, and then I was looking forward to Warcraft Three, as I uh, said in a previous episode, mm-hmm. um, and then they've basically just by setting that standard they've now ruined the modding community which i'm so disappointed with that like the modding community (sighs) has always been so good oh they have they really have uh because even even modding you know uh the world of warcraft uh Mm -hmm. the mmorpg for anyone who doesn't know uh (laughs) Which is hard to believe, but let's let's say someone out there doesn't know um, that that in and of itself is a great publicity, uh, you know, thing for them. Um, yeah, lots is. of videos are shared among the community, and you know, modded videos are shared, and yeah. uh, uh, or videos of mods, I should say, um, and and things like that. It, it 
it's just a very strong community. And I, of course, love the modding community and just about anything. Um, yeah, because they modded Fallout 4 to the version exactly. you today. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I definitely have not made that a secret. No. I mean, I love the modding community, and yeah, me too. I mean, there's some there's some mods that I've <laughs> I've used over the years, especially on mm -hmm. uh, Unreal Tournament. Oh um, yes, I, I, oh. I, had, I had the Bender skin for a long time. Oh nice, yes, and absolutely. Dies, it's like when he's um when he's getting high on electricity. <laughs> nice. It was, it was brilliant. I did oh, love it. That's great. The Mr. Burns one was also brilliant as well. Whenever he dies, he's like Smithers, what's happening? <laughs> See that's good, and then Quake. Oh my gosh, oh, Quake had a good ones for Quake. Oh, they had the X Men skins. Oh, I was oh, like so in good. heaven. I was like, I'm never playing anything ever again. <laughs> 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 but so I hate to hear this uh, yeah, about too. Blizzard, but I do. I mean, I hate to say that I understand because I don't. But I see, I can see their point of view as far as like Dota, of course took off yeah and um, the fact was is that um blizzard didn't take the opportunity to actually purchase dota so um valve got it and it's sold exclusively yeah. on steam and it's a multi-million yeah. dollar um enterprise now and i'm sure they're kicking themselves for actually if i i'm going to be a bit bold and say that i bet it's not even blizzard that's kicking themselves it's activision i bet it's activision. Um, yeah activision has been money hungry since Freaking 1972. I don't know, <laughs> but it feels like it. Um, uh, I so, remember a day where Activision didn't used to be that bad. Oh, I know it's oh. rare to think of that, but that was back in the 90s. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I can't even. I can't even visualize it. Um, they are. Ugh, there's yeah. something else. I know. There's something else. Yeah, I mean, but I did used to love them. I did. Yeah, uh, so did I. I mean, they did yeah. make some really good games. I'll take nothing away Absolutely. from the Call of Duty franchise that's yeah. um, gangbusters over the years. I mean, I've fallen off of it, but um, yeah. Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare is still one of the best FPS games out there. Oh, I have to agree. As someone who loves FPS games, yes. Call of Duty Modern Warfare remains um, one of the top games. Um, mm. And I just, but I mean, I don't know what's happened once they acquired Blizzard um, and they acquired, I think, I forget who else they acquired, but. They had quite a few studios. They quite a few. They amassed quite a few. They've got yeah. a lot of well known, well named properties. Yeah. Uh, and it's just been a onslaught of money grubbing, money grubbing, money grubbing. It has. <laughs> I think this yeah. is going to cause cause them a fair amount of problems, especially since one of the things I didn't mention was a, a pre-release um, cutscene that was redone in the Reforged Engine was actually missold to people. Oh dear! So it was supposed to have a dynamic cinematic camera. Mm -hmm. and be like you know sort of be mo quite movie styled right not anymore so the <sighs> the camera is now at an angle sort of from a distance and it's not sort of oh, you dear. Know, seemed like that and the text is on screen now the graphics have had a downgrade since then so what they sold you at blizzcon 2018 mm -hmm. is not actually what you're playing now which is quite which is, terrible it's a 
very big disappointment. Yeah, um, that's advertising, and most companies will get done. For that. That's very true. Um, I mean, I've 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 said it before, but Warcraft one, two, and three are some of my favorite uh, resource management games. Yeah, um, I absolutely love them. I am a fan of resource management, and so I was very much looking forward to this. Uh, Oh gosh, I don't even know. Now I, I watch videos and I think I might not. I might not go to it. I might not. Well, you Ugh. definitely can't now because if you wanted to go and play the well. original version, that's not happening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's such a shame. I don't. It is personally. I don't understand why they've updated the launcher and all the netcode to 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 work concurrently across both versions. Effectively, pretty much ruining one like the original version of the game. Yeah, because, I mean, if I remember correctly, it was one of the first games that I know that I played that had, like, a, a DRM type of thing. Yeah. Um, and I, I, resented, I resented it back then. Um, yeah. And so here we are. God, I don't even want to say, like, 15 years later. <laughs> oh, my gosh, I know. Um, you know, and we're still struggling with this. And um, and people have, have long since said DRM or any form of DRM is a bad idea. Yeah, it is. Uh, Just look at what my Xbox One realized. Oh, gosh. Exactly. Mm. And here we are still fighting it. Exactly. All these years later. Oh, God. I, I still remember those, uh, those, on, those keys that you used to get for PC games. Oh, gosh. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah, gosh. Scroll wheels. Oh my gosh! Yeah, they they weren't good for the environment, were they? No, and uh, oh my gosh, and Sims, Sims two and three, oh oh god, they were bad for that. And yeah, oh gosh, yeah, always on, and ah, hated it. Mm. Ah, okay, well, that's disappointed you. So let's lighten this whole mood. Yes, definitely do that. Now, I have a question to ask the audience, so I'm not expecting an answer here. Who remembers mm-hmm. Atari? I can't imagine who would ever remember that. <laughs> I know, it's crazy, right? Like, yeah. So, Atari used to be a console maker long ago. Yes. And yeah, like way it. before. Yeah. Yeah. They were the first, one of the first, I think, the home consoles. They weren't the first, but I think they were one of the most popular, the... The 26, yeah. the 52, and mm-hmm. the 8800s were all very popular consoles. Yes, uh, and like yeah. said, E.T. pretty much ruined that company. Lights <laughs> were I, shoved all over the place. and I have a copy. Mess. I have a copy of E.T. Atari. Really? <laughs> I do. <laughs> Did you not have a chance to go out to Nevada and go and bury it? I didn't, I didn't have to. I, I got it online. Someone else did that for me so. <laughs> nice. you but i do it. should have buried it no i actually have it and then i played the uh, the rom version and oh wow i mean it's not the wow worst game in the world well it's not but i mean what, i think it was like six weeks of development time yeah. well, and that, none of it makes sense <laughs> no but that's what i was gonna say about it, it was that mm-hmm. after six weeks i most oh. games are barely even playable. That one is actually playable and was released. Which <laughs> it's is definitely impressive. it's impressive. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, it's definitely playable. Um, yeah, uh, in air quotes, playable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, we've sidetracked a slight bit. Just wanted a of little course. Atari history because Atari, uh-huh. a back baby. Uh, how? I want to know. I'm curious. This was the most unusual story I could find, <laughs> honestly. Atari set to launch a range of hotels starting in 2020 with Phoenix, Arizona. What? Yeah. <laughs> a hotel? A hotel. And actually the picture of the hotel, the concept art, actually has the Atari uh, free-lined logos as well across the building design. Oh, yeah, it's full weird. disclosure. I I did actually see this and oh my gosh. It's it's weird because it is it's literally the Atari logo. Yep. It's very cool looking. But then it, you think is, yeah. what? <laughs> it is the strangest endeavor I've ever seen from the company. And then to launch in Phoenix, Arizona, I Personally, would have thought they launched in Las Vegas, but uh, that's, that's the in the future. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. uh, so some of the locations that they want to actually go into are Las Vegas, San Francisco, just to name a couple, because I can't mm-hmm. remember the full list. Not even <laughs> yeah. try. But it's all U.S. Uh, cities, moment, if I remember yeah. correctly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I will have to make a Las Vegas trip in the next five years because... Uh, I gotta see that. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to as well. Absolutely. Oh god. Yeah, we were briefly talking about this when we were doing a pre-planning meeting mm-hmm. the other day, and I hope that they do. Um, they deck the rooms out in that classic wood veneer that they use oh, on the consoles. Absolutely. Oh, we love that wood grain. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. And let's just. You know- I tell you what, if they don't have a mm-hmm. 2600 playable in every single room, then they've made a misstep. Oh, definitely, because what's what's the point even? Oh, it's so crazy. I know. They, be- they, better, oh. have, they better have the bad Donkey Kong as well. Oh my gosh! Oh, the terrible graphics. <laughs> <laughs> the unlicensed oh. one. Yeah, the unlicensed one. And then the terrible... The Atari... Um, the later one that did Pac-Man that was terrible. Oh, gosh, yeah, that was oh. that was shocking. How do you mess up Pac-Man? Uh, Atari did. Yes, yeah, Atari did it. <laughs> exactly. Well, they messed oh, up ET too. They did. They did. Oh my gosh. A- and also, there was a game called Custer's of Revenge as well. So we won't talk I about know. that one too much. Oh my gosh, guys, listen, I'm telling you, listeners. Uh, uh, it's a bit in SFW, but if you're curious, definitely you. look up Custer's. <laughs> yeah, please do, because it is one of the most unusual games on the system. Oh my gosh. I had um, a friend years ago, and uh, he had like all the, we'll say the dirty games from Atari. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I got to see them, and I was like, really? This is what passed for dirty back then? And he's like, yeah, you have to know. We didn't have that much. <laughs> <laughs> it was like these late 70s early 80s yep exactly exactly oh gosh too yeah funny. i won't talk too much about customers. no we won't talk oh my I, gosh imagine yeah. if they had an 18 plus room that had that as the game in oh my gosh people would be laughing they'd be like what this <laughs> what the heck is this 
Oh my gosh. Oh, too funny. It, oh God, I, I'm really looking forward to these <laughs> hotels actually. And I did have a question. I know. Them. Sure. Do you think that this is off the back end of Pokemon hotels in Japan? I definitely think that there is something there because I mean the whole Pokemon um the whole thing that Japan's doing, the whole park, the whole everything. Yep. Um it's a moneymaker. Uh and so that's going to entice, of course, American companies to do the same. Well. Absolutely. Which is funny that they didn't do it sooner because, um, like Disney World in, wait, is it Disneyland? It's Disney World in Florida. I I always get them mixed up. I went Uh, to the one in Florida. It's it's Disney World (laughs) because I actually, um, I was watching something on Sky Sports earlier that basically was to do with the, um, the Super Bowl. And oh right! One of the guys who yeah. won it from the Kansas City Chiefs has said, "Oh, what are you going to do now?" And he said, "It's going to sound cliche, but I'm going to Disney World." <laughs> yes. Um, so I've I've been to Disney World, and they have a, a system in place or a structure in place where each they have ho- themed hotels. Yeah. And so, but that's been around you know, since the late '60s, early '70s. Oh, yeah. and it's They've got a similar thing here, I think, is um, uh, Disneyland Paris. They also. That's right. I, one day I'm going to go to that. <laughs> um, but uh, it's always struck me as, as funny that more American companies can jump on that. Yeah. And then now seeing Japan, you know, embracing Nintendo uh, World. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, Super Nintendo World at Universal Studios. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> but uh seeing seeing japan embrace that you know of course the next evolution not no pun intended yep um does seem to be for american companies to make their own themed hotels and it's interesting to see atari do this and i absolutely want to go to the las vegas uh location <laughs> yeah so i just had a look on here Mm-hmm. Uh, just to see what the locations were. So right. We're starting out in spring of 2020 with Phoenix, Arizona. With... Which, again, is very strange to me. Yep. But then... That's the old people company, uh, old people place. People retire to there. That's probably why they're doing it, because people would actually remember who Atari are. Oh! I didn't think of that! Oh my gosh! Yeah. So, <laughs> the, next, so the, lo- the locations after that are... Uh, Austin, Texas, so you can go home. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> uh, Chicago, Illinois. Interesting. Uh, what the heck is a CO? Denver? Uh, Colorado. Yep. Denver, Colorado. Colorado. Uh, yeah. Las Vegas, Nevada. Hmm. San Francisco, yes. California. San Jose, Absolutely. California. And Seattle, oh, wow. Washington. See, there's a couple in there that are kind of surprising. The Colorado and the Washington ones are. Surprising. Yeah, they uh, are very surprising. Yeah, so that'll be interesting. But I'll tell you what's not surprising is Las Vegas. Of course. Um, well, but I really, I would have thought they would have launched with that. They should have personally. had that in the desert near Area Fifty One. Oh gosh. They should have. They should have oh. built it on top of their landfill site. <laughs> yes. Oh, that would have been perfect. Oh, they better have. They should have the done copies it. of ET in their lobby. 
Yep. From the landfill. Yeah. Oh, if they don't, I will be disappointed. And if they don't have a picture of the angry video game nerd at reception, <laughs> Jesus Christ, they're doing something wrong. You know what's crazy is I have to admit, he's the one that ever kind of like turned me on to that, that right. it was in the um, landfill. It was with me uh, as well. Yeah, but it's it's a known thing. It's been known, but I actually never heard of it until I watched uh, the Angry Video Game Nerd. So yeah, exactly. Very it was one of those like urban urban legends, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Uh, and then I watched him, and uh, mm. got any, and I found someone, and I paid a pretty penny for my copy. <laughs> but I love it. It's great. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it would have been cool if they would have built it around that landfill site. Oh. Had the gardens basically been the landfill site, and then you could have an activity for the kids where they exactly go to, they go to, and to dig a treasure for hunt. it. Exactly. That would have been awesome, and I nearly that would have been great. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah. I really do hope that they come overseas as well, or. Oh, I you do know, too. I, I don't. Mm-hmm. I think right. What they should do, and this this would be a right money maker, and this would absolutely annoy the heck out of Nintendo as well. I think <laughs> because we have got Super Nintendo World coming to um. All oh of yeah. World. They should mm-hmm. build an Atari Hotel right next door to it. Oh heck yes! That'd be so <laughs> funny, wouldn't it? Oh, that would be great. Oh, that would Atari be so good. Atari can compete on the console market, but they can definitely compete on the on the hotel market. Oh my gosh, just on the shape alone. Yeah. Oh, what I'll do is after this this episode goes mm-hmm. live, I will post a picture of that up on the um definitely. on our Twitter for you to check out because it is good. yeah, it's good. It is. It makes you have all the good feelings because yeah. it it is the Atari logo. Oh, it's so it good. Is good. Anyway, so. <laughs> That's it for the news. Yeah. Some good ones, actually. Light- that was really good. It's a light news week, but I found some of probably three of the best ones. Oh, definitely. Um, it's getting to where now every week I see something and go, oh, have that um, on the podcast. And then you just have that on the podcast. I'm not good. <laughs> exactly. So I'm like, I don't even have to say anything anymore. <laughs> Yeah, the first couple of weeks, it was like, right, I'm going to send this over to you. And I went, oh, already yeah. got it. Already got it. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm just like, ah, he's already got it. I don't need to tell him. Yeah. Okay. Um, so this brings us to our next segment. And as we always say, it's a two-minute segment that is never two minutes. Um, this is our You Got This segment. Um, it's where you take a moment as you start your week uh, to just kind of... Think about the upcoming time and just, you know, spend some time focusing on yourself because we don't really do that very much uh, nowadays. No, not at all. Um, I know for me personally, I'm constantly thinking of, you know, other people. And uh, right now my convention is on my mind 24-7. You know, how do I give people a good time? How do I sure that they're going to enjoy themselves and blah 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 and then i forget about myself <laughs> you shouldn't but that kind of flows into this week's quote which is actually one of my favorite quotes and i've uh put it on social media for a couple of years now yep which is be fearless in the pursuit of what sets your soul on fire um hmm. i 
I have always believed that the thing that you should do is anything that makes that fire just well up in your chest. Um, you know, let's say that you're, uh, I remember when I was in university, I was working at McDonald's. Yep. McDonald's did not set my soul on fire. <laughs> no, definitely not. No. <laughs> but uh, writing science fiction did. Yeah. And so I wrote my first manuscript uh, in that time, and then I was able to sell it. Um, and then from there, I got more and more opportunities. That's and that's where I, yeah, and that's where I learned that it doesn't matter. Um, it doesn't matter what you do nine to five. Yeah. We all have to work nine to five. I have to work nine to five. Um, what? You work nine yeah. to five? I know, it's shocking. Yeah. I, I thought it was like nine to nine. <laughs> nine to nine fifteen. Um, <laughs> no, I meant nine fifteen in the evening. Oh, right, yes. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. yeah to be fair, no. I don't stop working. I am a bit of a workaholic. Um, but we all have to work nine to five. And sometimes whatever we're doing it during that nine to five, it's not the thing that sets our soul on fire um so what i want to do is encourage you no matter what it is um if you want to sing if you want to write if you want to dance if you want to create video games if you you know want to developer uh pursue it um it's not silly it is not silly people told me my entire life everything i want silly uh yeah, and now here I sit, and I'm, I'm kind of doing whatever I want and getting paid for it. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, yeah, and so it's like the voices, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Uh, it, you want to be an MMA fighter? Go do it. You did that. Uh, I did do that, <laughs> <laughs> which will come up later. Um, <laughs> but I mean, really, people, you know. If you're like, I'm going to say this and it's silly, but I, it, it, it kind of shows what I mean. Um, you know, if you're a white kid growing up in, uh, I don't know, Houston, Texas, yeah. and you want to become a rapper, do it. If it's the thing that sets your soul on fire, you know, put your cowboy hat on and rap. <laughs> it's just, it's, it, it doesn't matter. Uh, don't, don't worry so much about what other people think. Um, that is something I very much uh, believe in, which is just stop caring what people think. Yeah, um, you should only really care about what you think about the matter. Yes, absolutely. It's absolutely. You. It's you in the driving seat of your life. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, in the end, that's, that's what you've got. And uh, I've always kind of... I don't know. I I don't care about convention. I do whatever I want to do. And I know that not everybody's like that. Um, But I'm here to tell you, yes, it can be scary. Mm -hmm. But the self-satisfaction that you get when you go after the thing. Oh, exactly. It's great. It's an amazing feeling. You know, it is. Had it not been for me doing that. A couple of years ago, I yeah. wouldn't be sitting in this position right now. I wouldn't be sitting on a podcast with you or writing, yes. writing reviews, you know, maybe not for a living, but 
actually do well, it for fun. You know, yeah. You know, it's something I always wanted to do, but never got round to actually posting them up online anywhere or anything like that. So when exactly. the opportunity came up, I took it because it was something I've always wanted to do, and I've always I've been happy of doing it ever since. Even though it's, it's challenging, it's tough work, you know. It is. But if you want, but it's rewarding. Yeah, exactly. If you want to do something that's going to make you happy and set your soul on fire, like you say, mm-hmm. then you got to put hard work into it as well. It's not going to come. Absolutely easily. no. Uh, yeah, nothing. Nothing good ever comes easy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, but work. perfect example is. I mean. Okay, so you and I both decide to review games. Then you and I both decide to make a podcast. And then, by just chance, I'm hosting a convention, and you're the tournament head, you know? I've wanted to host tournaments for a long time as well. Exactly, and I wouldn't have anyone else do it. So it's like, just, just, exactly, just pursue that thing. Who cares? Who cares what anyone else says? If no. they think you're silly, so what? Just just laugh along with them and go ahead whatever you want to do anyway. Exactly. It definitely <laughs> That's what I back do. to your quote. Absolutely. If it makes mm-hmm. you feel impassioned and put the fire in your belly, then who cares Oof. what anyone thinks? Absolutely. So... Yeah, you're not breaking the law. <clears throat> oh, yes. Please don't break the law. <laughs> <laughs> but as we say every week, you got this i absolutely believe it and And we're here if you need to talk yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. okay so a little bit more than two minutes but a good section of course (laughs) absolutely just a running joke that we always have yeah that's just how it goes (laughs) yeah we're always gonna fight about it aren't we yeah that's just yeah i'll struggle to make it two minutes and i'll never it's, it's fine because we're going to fight about a few more things on this one. Oh yeah, bring on the fighting. Yeah. So Kylie <laughs> approached me this week with a topic that br- brought music to my ears. And I knew it would. So we are going to talk about <laughs> fighting games. Yeah. So more talk about. You yeah, I was going to say you tell us why you brought this up. What was okay. Was this Ah, this is an easy one. Um, So, uh, last week, um, Mortal Kombat, which we're now on Mortal Kombat 11. That's um, so strange to think. I know, it really is. Uh, They released the gameplay footage of their newest guest character, the Joker. And yes, we mean the Joker from the Batman series. I mean, it's not the first time they've done it, to be fair. But no. We'll get into that a bit later. Exactly. Um, and the footage just. I was very skeptical uh, in the beginning when it was, was announced. Oh. oh, when they first released the very first graphic, we're talking months ago. Yeah. I was like, who is. That's not Joker. Yeah, what it is. It looked a bit oh. hideous, didn't it? Oh, it did. It did. It looked like, I don't know, like. A 15-year-old playing cosplay, which is fine, but not really for Joker. It's like they use the Jared Leto version. Or something, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. Um, And so I didn't have high hopes, and I was a little disappointed. Yeah, I was Um, as well. Yeah, and then they released the gameplay for... And I went, oh. (laughs) Yeah, 
ex- that was exactly what I thought about it as well. Yeah, they so, made a few changes here. <laughs> yeah, they made some visual upgrades. They, they did. But they definitely mm-hmm. nailed his character dead on with this. Oh, yeah. And I have not verified this, which I'm kind of ashamed of, but it sounds like Mark Hamill. I'm not saying that it is. I should have looked that up. I feel really bad. Yeah, I'm going to go and look it up now. So you keep talking. Okay, uh, but if it is Mark, if it isn't, holy crap, they got that job. They have. It is definitely the right intonations, the right, uh, you know, uh, inflections. It is. It is the Joker. They did it right. Yeah. Um, and I am very impressed, especially to come from what they had, you know, a year ago or two years ago, where it was just like, oh. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, gosh, yeah. They have oh. shocking ones. Yeah, I just... I, I I remember that first screenshot they released, and I was just like, this is not... No, no. This yeah. is never going to work. Okay, uh, so I've got an update mm-hmm. for you. No. Ah, yes. It's Richard... It's Eckhart, not. Who also does a wow. Really? Wow! Oh my gosh! Okay. My goodness, this game has got the the who's who of of voice actors. My goodness, you got yourself some Troy Baker in this game. Woohoo! Richard, love Troy Baker. Jennifer Hale. Yes. Oh yes. Kelly Who? Phil Lamar. My goodness. Yeah. They are killing it with this voice cast. Nice. Who's Phil Lamar doing? Uh, he Kotal Khan. Oh my gosh! Yes, of course. Oh my Makes gosh! Sense. Yeah, I think he perfect. Also did Makes it in sense. Mortal Kombat Ten as well. He he did. He did. Oh, oh, they are killing it. They are doing really well. That's some some good voice so, actors. Yeah, and let me just say, as someone who loves uh, Joker but also enjoys the voice work, Camel, yep. they have just nailed it. Oh my gosh! Uh, Apart from yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We are going to leave that subject alone. We will. Um, We definitely will. (laughs) You know my thoughts on that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, so what it comes down to is, I was very excited for this, uh, and then of course knowing that uh, Pete. Love Street Fighter. Uh, <laughs> I like. I like. No, absolutely. Yeah, I thought it would be a great subject mm. to discuss. Um, yeah, starting with, yeah, starting with the history. Um, and, wow. I mean, fighting games go back a very long time. It's surprising yes. to think that um, the earliest. One of the earliest recorded ones was about 1985, I think. And I can't remember wow. when it was, but it was around about 1987 that the original Street Fighter came out. That did it really? It did, yeah. So there's wow. a really interesting side story with that, that you guys over in America and in Japan got <laughs> got the game as Street Fighter. Over here, it's called Fighting Street. <laughs> Really? For the for the home console release, it was <laughs> right. No idea why. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah, but but okay. Let me ask this question right quick. Go ahead. We had Super Nintendo. Did you guys have Famicom or Super Super Nintendo? 
Oh, okay. So yeah. Famicom is strictly Japan. Yeah, Famicom and Super okay. Famicom are exclusive to Japan. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Been trying to follow that one. But... Yeah, it's a bit of an odd one, to be honest. It is. Um, it is. But yeah, I mean, the early—that's the earliest rem- uh, one that I remember. Um, wow. Obviously, after that, we had the absolute craziness that was Street Fighter Two mm-hmm. in nineteen ninety one. Yes. The game got literally yeah. changed and always makes me laugh that actually combos were a bug. <laughs> really? Yes. They never intended for that to ever happen. But then when the game was actually put into the hands of players, they realized oh. that they could cancel moves with special moves. And that's how the combo was created. Oh, that is wild. I actually that. Mm, I remember when uh, Street Fighter Turbo Turbo came out, which would be the the era that I started playing. And I remember studying the the book that came with it, um, the instruction booklet, and trying to memorize. (laughs) And um, just being like blown away that, you know, you could do all of this spectacular moves and stuff. Yeah, uh, it was unlike anything at I the mean, time. It was it was only when Street Fighter Two Turbo came out that actually the vast mm-hmm. majority of the public actually had any idea what Street Fighter was because it was yeah. with the Super Nintendo uh, in a lot of countries uh, around the world. That makes sense. That's why I knew about it then. Yeah, I mean I, that's okay. how I first discovered it because yeah, um, I got uh, my, I think my brother actually got the Super Turbo or not the Super Turbo the Turbo version of the Super Nintendo. So we right. hours on end, and also uh, the Mega Drive version of that game is a very funny one. Yeah, that's the one I had, the Sega. Yeah. Because <laughs> we didn't call it Mega Drive. Oh, yeah, you call it the Genesis over there. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I had the Sega Genesis version, yep. and uh, I've spoke about this before, but uh, Chun-Li was, of course, my, my favorite. Of course. And to, to put her on Turbo, unless you were Blanca, you were not going to beat Chun-Li. <laughs> no, you should, because he also had a button, uh, a move smashed. Yep, that's so, right. It was the slap, the big old slap. Well, it was also E Honda who had that as well because he had that. Oh, that's slap. right. So, oh, he um, did. He did. Where, it's actually the very first fighting game that actually had the the piano key input. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. So if you um if you piano key the three um heavy buttons, that's how you brought it. Or mm-hmm. the three but the three punch buttons or the free kick buttons, that's how you would yeah. bring it out. Oh, Most funny. people would just too mash funny. light. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then, as, right. a, as a result of Street Fighter's unbelievable popularity, mm-hmm. that's where we got a lot of other fighting games come out. Um, uh, one of the most famous examples of it was actually a programmer and producer of a particular series that we mentioned recently. Uh, mm-hmm left Capcom and went and joined SNK and took mm-hmm. a lot of the work that he'd done and made Fatal Fury. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. We, we spoke about Terry not too long ago because of his appearance in Smash yes. Brothers. That's right. Um, 
But the thing yeah. about Fatal Fury was that it was a more complex Street Fighter. So the button combinations were a little bit different to what they are on your traditional Street Fighter. So it wasn't quite, you know, court circle forward, court circle back, sure you can movement, so forward, yeah. down, forward, down, down, forward, you know, as you're yeah. in. Yeah. It was uh, half, uh, court circle, half, court circle forward, <sighs> half circle backs in one <sighs> and stuff like that. It was... Oh, it was complex. It was a very yeah. game. I I became a button masher when it uh, came to the more complex ones. Um, yeah, I, if it wasn't, I'm sure back back circle. I, yeah, I started becoming a button masher. Yeah, I mean, you have kind of touched on the uh, the notations for Mortal Kombat there, actually. So yes, exactly. It, it was, <laughs> At this time, actually, where Street Fighter was going up against Mortal Kombat mm-hmm. in a big way, because in 1992 was yes. when we got the first Mortal Kombat, and the thing that made that the most important thing was the digitized graphics. Oh, so it made it when, stand out, but it, my God, it, it aged horribly. It, it's weird because you're exactly right. Um, saw uh, Mortal Kombat. <sighs> Probably the first one, but definitely two and three. Um, I was like, we're in the future. We're, we're, we're in the future. And it's never going to be better than this because it looked yeah. very photorealistic. Mm. Um, oh, and I remember the controversy of, oh, uh, yeah, of the fatalities. And you could, uh, I don't know if they did it in other countries, but I know in America you could turn the blood physics off or on. You could turn them off here, but also right. the there was uh, the controversy over the two different versions, which oh, you may have had over there as well. Uh-huh. Where the Me- the Mega Drive or Genesis version had blood and the Super Nintendo one did not. Yes. Yes, that's exactly right. I had the... Um... But yes, I remember hearing that the, of course, the Nintendo version would not have blood. The family-friendly um, company that Nintendo were. Exactly, and if I remember correctly, and of course, correct me if I'm wrong, it was such a big deal that it actually became political. Um, it did. You're very right. right. That it was. It was Mortal Kombat and a. Mm-hmm another sega property known as night trap that caused esrb to be created (laughs) oh my gosh night trap is worst and terrible (laughs) i know um, the computer game show one of the guys on there recently just streamed that and it was utterly hilarious oh my gosh oh it's hard to think that that was ever controversial i know i can't believe i owned that game I must have been one of the very few people in my area that actually owned a Mega CD. You, or, sorry, the Sega CD. You have to you. be, yeah, yeah. Because, uh, yeah, I don't think I knew anyone that owned Sega CD. Um, mm. I don't think I knew anyone that did. Oh, my I God. I don't remember a single person who owned it, but I was playing Sonic CD before everyone else. Oh, yeah. Now, I did have Sonic CD. Sorry, um, I make, I'm going to make a controversial point. Sure. overrated Sonic game. <laughs> Anyway, we're going on to fighting games because we yeah. may, we may cover that next week. Yeah, you never know. Oh, yeah, because we're coming up Ooh, on our... Oh, yeah. Yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah stay tuned, folks. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I can't believe Looking forward Mortal to that Kombat. one. Mortal Kombat and Nine Trap were the reasons why oh the, uh, the ESRB was created. And it was because of Nintendo as well. Nintendo yeah, and complained it... to the government that this game was too violent. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so they and were... if I remember correctly, <laughs> it was a uh, bipartisan, as in both Republican and Democrats were yeah. equally... Um, affected by this they were. it was one of the very few times that both parties have actually been on the uh, same page oh that is crazy that is wild i i See? remember i remember being giddy as like my older brother and his friends would uh do the fatalities yeah and just like giggling and you know everything like that and uh i never thought it was bad no, i thought it was I. cool yeah me too <laughs> That first time (laughs) where you you punch someone down into the pit on Mortal Kombat 2 and they get get skewered. That was funny. Oh, that was great. And then my absolute favorite, I think it was Sub-Zero ripping the spine out and then holding it up. Yep. With the skull and the spine and just being like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. (laughs) I used to love that. Was, yes. uh, There was the other stage hazard was um, was where you got punched into the vat of acid. Yes, that's right, and then it, it peels away into your yep. skull or yeah, your uh, skeleton. skeleton. Just yeah, going down the acid stream. It was really yes. funny. It was dumb. So it was good. so dumb. Yeah, that was the thing. Everything was like so over the top and so dumb. Yeah. Uh, but as usual, the um, cough boomer cough. Boomers, um, yeah, the poor boomers. And it literally was the baby boomers. I'm actually not using that yeah. as a. Jordan, it, it really was, was. Really was the baby. Yeah, they got really incensed by this, and they really that's why did. You ended up having the password system on um on yes. the version as well. Oh, yes, that's right. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, the Super Nintendo and the Mega Drive and the Genesis. Sorry, I, I keep having to try and say both because <laughs> it's like not yeah. second nature for me. Um, yeah, but they had so many fighting games. It was like. You know, mm-hmm. the 90s had a huge boom in fighting games <laughs> after Street Fighter 2. I mean, we mentioned yeah. one off air, and you. I hoped you weren't going to mention it, so I'm taking the win. Oh, yeah. It was Clay Fighter. Clay Fighter. Good old Clay Fighter. Right. Who was your main? <laughs> who was your main? Uh, the Snowman. Absolutely. Oh, bad 100%. Mr. Frosty. Oh, hell yes. yeah. Yes, absolutely. There, who, you couldn't, I mean, you can't fight with anyone else. No, because they were all broken. They are broken, exactly. <laughs> How did they make free games? I don't know. Because they I went mean, on to the N64 with Clay Fighters uh, 33 yes. and a third. Or, I or remember... Was it 33 that, and a third, I think it was? Yeah, it, it is was, three, yeah, yeah that's it. Was it was taking the mech yeah. out of the Naked Gun game, wasn't it? Exactly. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Oh, Such goodness. a different time. It but um, I remember that uh, the first... When the first Clay Fighter came out. Actually, no, I'm going to say when the second Clay Fighter came yeah. out. And thinking the graphics were stunning. <laughs> I mean, they were very good at the time. I mean... Um, it's it it's rare. funny to look back now. Um, but it really was... Uh, uh, what is it called? Um, when they they use like claymation and then they take a picture of it every... Oh, stop motion. Stop motion, thank you. It was stop motion graphics. Yeah, it and, was. Like, uh, the whole game was yeah. made, basically using stop motion, and it was quite amazing, Absolutely. actually. Yeah, it was It was very amazing at the time, but 
if you go back now and play it, oh dear, oh, oh, yeah, uh, me, me and someone played it. I think about five years ago, just as a laugh. <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. We plugged our arcade sticks into the PC and played it via a ROM, <laughs> and oh my goodness! Oh, yes. Even playing on an arcade stick was disgustingly bad. Oh, that's too funny! <laughs> oh my gosh! But yeah, it's shocking. It really it is. Was. So <laughs> we had those two clay fighter games on the snares. You had the Mortal Kombat mm-hmm. series on there. One has to be mentioned. It's not uh-huh. my favorite at all. But it's a rare developed game, and that is Killer Instinct. Oh, I Killer Instinct love Killer is a, Instinct. It's a, it's a classic, but Oof, I never really the first got one into I loved it. it. I I did very much enjoy it, uh, just because it was at the time where I just wanted the more uh, the more violent, the better. <laughs> yeah, of course, because I, I was being rebellious. I'm being like, oh, come on, let's let, let's let's get the more blood, and it was it was quite. Bloody, oh, but to oh, be it fair, was massively like violent that game was. It was, but it was almost more cartoony in a way, um, yeah. because it was over the top. Uh, you know the 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 ape gorilla white thing. <laughs> I can't think of what he's called now. Uh, Saber Wolf. But yes, Saber Wolf. Thank you. Um, you know, it was just so over the top. Yeah. Uh, but at the time, I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm a bad arse because <laughs> <laughs> i'm playing uh and you, of course they had the arcade versions as well yeah i mean the arcade version yeah. is very good i played it yeah we've got a lo- an arcade around my area where i uh, they do have a killer instinct cabinet oh. there, so i got to play it on there and it was cool as hell but oh, um, I, would love that. I mean uh, even though i wasn't the biggest fan of it the um mm-hmm. the Fogor design always attracted me oh. to that game it is epic that design yeah Oh, it is. Yeah. Yeah. No, they did really well on the design. They did not do so well on the combos or the, um, it's a minor thing, but the stories on the the story, the story ladder was a bit strange on that, but I do have to say that the combo system is very unique. Unique's a good way to put it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's, I don't know if it's up well. I I will say in a, in a, in a fifth irony, not very instinctual <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> but ah. i did think i did think the combo breaking mechanic was actually quite an interesting one because at that time yeah. it was, um it was unheard of that if you were caught it was. in that sort of situation mm-hmm. you're just going to get hit and that was it you couldn't do anything about it this gave yeah. you a chance to actually roll the roulette or well, spin the wheel again mm-hmm. and and gamble on whether or not you wanted to break the combo it's uh, very true. That is I very thought, true. I mean, it's a very interesting system. It's still being used mm-hmm. in um, in Killer Instinct on the Xbox One, which I think mm-hmm. is a really interesting design still. Um, yeah, a lot of I people can agree. consider it to be a dialer combo sort of system, which mm-hmm. I can understand it, but I yeah. think it's what sets it apart, really, because... Who doesn't know the combo breaker? <laughs> exactly. I was, I was like... but uh exactly um and then of course you know tekken tekken's another one yeah we would go amiss without mentioning tekken we have obviously missed off uh missed off one uh virtual yeah the virtual fighter was um, a classic am2 property oh yeah like that's another one that 
when Virtua Fighter dropped, it yes, it was a 3D fighter. Um, oh, it's horrible to look at now. Oof, oof, it's rough. <laughs> it is. It's rough. I mean, even yeah. playing it is rough now. Oh. But when it was first on the scene, I oh, it blew I, it away. Oh gosh, yeah, yeah, because it was one of the first 3D, uh, well, 3D anything, but 3D fighters for yeah, sure. It was, um, it was the very first 3D fighter. But I, I do actually remember that time. We're definitely in a transition period because yeah. we went from Mortal Kombat, which was photorealistic, yeah, to, to fighters. polygons, yeah, and going, mm, there has to be a bridge somewhere, you know, we've yeah. got to, you know, there's got to be something. Um, <laughs> because, I mean, we talked about it off air around that time. Also, when, uh, you know, like, uh, Mortal Kombat Sub-Zero came out. Oh, yeah, uh, Yeah, which I had been looking forward to because at the time, Sub-Zero and Reptile fighters. Yep. And um, Sub-Zero came out, and I was hugely disappointed. I think a lot hugely of people dis- Yeah. And, uh, and then there just went that next, you know, what, two or three years of just this just, it was bad for me anyway it was yeah. a bad fighting game era it wasn't I mean, good we'll touch on a little bit to do with that a bit later on mm-hmm. anyway but um it's the advent of the 3d consoles that's mm-hmm. cool. so your n64 the Sega yes. saturn and the yes. playstation is where yes. we got a lot of interesting games come out of that so you've mentioned yeah. tekken and tekken was mm-hmm. The PlayStation's absolute darling for a long time. It still is, yeah. to be fair. Yeah. Um, I-, I would go amiss without mentioning something to do with Tekken. There's, oh, absolutely, uh, yeah. It's still going today. I mean, the guest appearances on those games alone are crazy as well. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. So we'll, we'll talk about some of the guest fighters from the, that series a bit later on. But yeah, on, on the PlayStation, you had Tekken 1 in 95, mm-hmm. Tekken 2 in 96, and yes. Tekken 3 in 98. <sighs> Wow. So, yeah, we had three games pretty quickly <laughs> in three years. So it was, yeah. yeah. They always did something different as well, which was always quite nice. I mean, the, yeah. the first Tekken is quite bare bones. Like, nobody even really oh, remembers gosh. the first Tekken. No. Um, to be fair, I, I think my first Tekken was Tekken 3, uh, uh, if I'm first, honest. My first yeah. was the first one, actually, which is quite... Really? Surprising. Yeah. Oh, a wow. A friend of mine at the time actually owns the first Tekken. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, that would then, do it. Yeah, Absolutely. I then owned Tekken 2 after that. I was the only one in my friend group that had a Sega. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there wasn't anybody else. because <laughs> yeah, nobody wanted to buy a Sega Saturn. On- no, everyone had a-, <laughs> a 64 or a PlayStation, and I was still on my Sega. So. <laughs> of course. But, yeah. I mean, we're going to go back to Capcom briefly on this one, because this is yeah. where, where Capcom got start going a bit crazy. Yeah. Oh, my goodness, did they go crazy. <laughs> so, it was around about the time that the original Tekken came out, that mm-hmm. Street Fighter Alpha came out. Yes. Oh, my oh. goodness. This game pretty much sent a benchmark for what what fighting games are all going to be about mm-hmm. custom combos the yes the v the um the ism systems and mm-hmm. oh goodness 
they they essentially used this engine in quite a lot of games after that. Yeah, and that absolutely. Even modders used this to make Mugen. Mm-hmm. I yes. in love Mugen. Games. Oh my god! So oh my gosh, haven't heard that in years. So. <laughs> oh, I, I, I've played a fair few Mugen games. They're hilarious. Oh, that's too funny. Yes, yeah. listeners, if you get a chance, uh, go yeah. find you a. A copy. Yeah, just honestly, just go on YouTube and just search up Mugen Peter Griffin yeah. versus Homer Simpson. Yeah, exactly. Hilarious, utterly hilarious. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, oh god. But I mean, Street Fighter Alpha like is just one of those games that I never got into at the time, but I've gone back and played it, and oh uh-huh. my goodness, there's so much to it, so much depth to it. It's there ridiculous. is. Oh. You know, yeah, it introduced a lot of the staple mechanics that are there today, mm-hmm. like um, air blocking. Yeah. Um, um, alpha counters and stuff mm-hmm. along those lines. Uh, I mean, I hate I hate the fact that I've kind of missed out the fact that Super, uh, su- yeah, Super Street Fighter Two mm-hmm. uh, included <laughs> the very first Super move. Yeah. Which so, one? Uh, well, it was every character had a super move. Uh, it was mm-hmm. the unique thing that was for um, Street Super Street Fighter Two, right? But right. then, obviously, uh, Alpha then went and dialed out to Gen. <laughs> yeah, so that, I, oh. I think everyone got at least three hyper combos in that game. Oh wow! Yeah, which oh, is crazy. It's mental. That but is then, funny. this is why I loved Capcom back in the day. Because it was a it was at ninety four ninety five era that we got X Men Children of the Atom. Yes. Um, X Men versus Street Fighter. Yes, Marvel absolutely. Yep. Oh absolutely. my days! Oh my days! Oh. oh, Marvel superheroes as well. Yes. Oh, they were good times. Like I said, uh, they used the Alpha Engine pretty much for every single one of those games. I will never forget uh, walking in. Well, to a bit, a few. Um, Pizza Hut and Walmart would have uh, game cabinets uh, in their lobbies and it was always Marvel versus Capcom and just the just the amount of characters you could choose I was like I was in freaking heaven I was just like oh my gosh this is so cool I could barely reach it but I was still like this is the coolest thing that ever happened ever yep I still remember how amazing oh. that, that uh, roster for Marvel vs. Capcom was. Yes. Oh, absolutely yes, absolutely. Brilliant. And the way it was like, um, you know, almost like on a globe type thing. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. It was like so futuristic. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I, I, that um, character select theme is forever mm-hmm. ingrained in my memory banks because it is absolutely so good. So good. Oh, that's some good, happy memories. <laughs> oh, so much fun. The first time yes. I ever played that, I played that against someone who uh, who knew the game pretty well, and I got, an, <laughs> I got my absolute butt handed to me enough times. Did you play it in cabinet form or in... I may, first? I may have played it via an emulator. Oh, right, yeah, right, right. Via MAME emulator. See, I, uh, I got quote-unquote lucky and that my uh older brother would we didn't live that far from walmart or pizza hut and 
Yeah. And so he'd walk down to Walmart and I would follow him along and uh, his annoying little sister. (laughs) And uh, he'd go and to the store and find whatever girl he was talking to at the time. I don't know. And he'd leave me in the lobby and I would just yeah. play. Oh, I'd just play everything. Oh, I mean, yeah. that was the yeah. disappointing thing for me was that because I lived in a small town, uh, we yeah. didn't have that many places that actually had arcade cabinets. I mean, the local, oh. the local leisure center had, had mm-hmm. those. Um, we had a couple of cabinets in there. One of them was Street Fighter 2, of course. The other one that I remember very, very vividly, although not a fighting game, was Die Hard Arcade. Oh, yes. Well, now, see, this is interesting. Uh, this is another difference between, uh, UK and, uh, first of all, listeners, when you hear someone from the UK say Leisure Center, they're talking about what we would call a YMCA. Yeah, sports complex. Uh, yeah, it's very, very similar uh, and that type of thing. And then um, we, I don't know what it was, but we had arcade games were just everywhere. We had arcades, whereas yeah. arcade here seems to mean something different. Like um, we have something here called the Queen's Arcade. Oh, the first time. Old, um, like you would. You basically describe them as like seaside town places, like yeah. coin drops and gambling machines. Basically, I got yeah, I got all excited. I was like, they've got an arcade here, and then oh. it's just like stores and stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, what? So yeah. we had these these places called Tilt, uh, just arcade, uh, Chuck E. Cheese. Oh my gosh! So we had like all of these stores that were dedicated yeah. to arcade you know, cabinets. Mm-hmm. So we got like Die Hard or the one where you had to like put out fires. You, you were like uh, holding a water hose and you were putting out fires. And oh, what is that? I cannot think right I now. Either. I know. I know. I can pick yes. it in my head. Exactly. And then SWAT, I think was another yeah. one where you, yeah. And oh God, they were so fun. And then you'd have the ones where you were like in a, a racing, like you'd get in inside oh, yeah, yeah, of yeah. a yeah yeah and but that's not very big over here or from no. what i've heard I mean, it wasn't massive i mean yeah that's certain, what i mean yeah. there were certain places like your um your fish and chip shops that had the old <laughs> right. arcade machine in them which was mostly street fighter if i'm honest right um, yeah if you went yeah. up to like went up to london or bigger cities you had mm-hmm. i mean in the west end of london in leicester square there was a sega world up there which was a oh my gosh arcade i, I mean, bet it, it was because exist anymore unfortunately the um after Wait. it changed hands from sega world it became the trocadero and then that then shut down which was very unfortunate is sega world now correct me if i'm wrong is Sega World what appears in Shinmu? I believe so, because they had a Sega World in Japan. Yeah, and I, I just remember very vaguely that in Shinmu you could go in and play, you could actually play old Sega games yeah. inside an arcade. Yeah, you could. That was quite amazing, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, see, that 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 is, we did, we had lots of those in the U.S. Yeah, lucky um, you. Yeah, I did kind of enjoy but, that. <laughs> so, I 
uh, we're getting into the back end of the 90s here where mm-hmm. we're talking about a lot of the arcade games, you know. Um, yeah. We could talk, obviously, about, you know, how Tekken went went strong and is mm-hmm. still on seven. Uh, they're on their seventh <sighs> game at the moment. Wow. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, Street Fighter is on Street Fighter 5. Oh, gosh. I mean, still gets arcade releases, if I'm honest, you know. Absolutely, I mean, yeah. Even, even though Street Fighter Five got released on the consoles first, they did mm-hmm. have an actual arcade version that came out in Japanese arcades. Wow. Which is crazy oh. to think. Uh, yeah. Even, even has an online infrastructure, in it, which is even more strange. That is crazy. Yeah. It's like, um, oh. I think what it is, you get like, car- in Japanese arcades, you get uh, player cards. So you can oh, save right. your data on them, so you can transfer them oh. between arcade to arcade, which is pretty cool, to be honest. I really want to do that one day and go to Japan. Yeah, me too. Tokyo and just, yeah. Yeah, but then, oh. you know, Virtual Fighter hasn't exactly been going strong the last few years. I mean, right. the last one I played was Virtual Fighter Five Final Showdown, which was on the Xbox 360 and the PS3. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, if you think about it, uh, Virtual Fighter came out during a time when, quote, virtual reality was huge. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, and I think now, I mean, we are now with the Oculus, um, and the Oculus Quest, and the yeah. Oculus Rift, and, and even PSVR, we're kind of touching again on the virtual reality. Yeah, exactly. But for a good decade, decade and a half, yeah. uh, VR just kind of faded from... From discussion, from public discussion. Yeah, yeah because that's so I think a whole that, big series, the Virtua series, because yeah. you had Virtua Tennis, Virtua Fighting. Oh, yeah. You know. Ex- yeah, yeah, there was there was even more. Um, I think there was even racing. Uh, I think so. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm quite sure there was, actually. But, but um, then again, AM2 just made Daytona USA, which is like the pinnacle oh, of arcade races anyway. I love that, Daytona USA. Like <laughs> <laughs> I love <laughs> oh my gosh! There was a time I went through where I really games, but I was terrible at them. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm not going to carry on with this this history because I believe mm-hmm. I might have overdone the history a little bit. Oh, you, know? you can't overdo history. No, <laughs> but I mean, yeah. Let's just talk briefly about you know a few games that have come out and in the mm-hmm. 2000s, you know, because in the 2000s is where we've had the rise of the anime yeah. fighter, such as uh, yes. Uh, Blast Blue, um, Guilty mm-hmm. Gear, um, yes. uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Oh gosh, yes, um, yes. Uh, Grand Blue fight, uh, Grand Blue versus fighting, mm-hmm. and st- stuff along those lines. You know, you got Blast Blue Cross Tag yeah. Battle now, and um, it was also at that time where, um, I mean, back in the early two thousands, where you had Samurai Showdown come out. From, oh yeah, from SNK and. Mm-hmm. Um, SNK actually, despite being a huge competitor at the time with Capcom, crossed over with with probably what is the most iconic of the series, Capcom versus SNK Two, Mark of the Millennium, two thousand one. Yes, what Ugh. a game! That what is game. wild. That is wild. Yeah, and then everyone I... forgets that uh, SNK made their own version, and it was a bloody terrible mess. <laughs> SBC Chaos. Oh, God. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, SNK, like, they had some really good hits. Yeah. uh, When they hit, but when they missed, they missed hard. 
I mean, one of the games that you can go and pick up on the Switch now, um, uh-huh. with the SNK back catalogue, along with Samurai Showdown, Fatal Fury, King uh-huh. of Fighters, is Garo Mark of the Wolves, which is a oh, very yeah. good game. Yes, and yes, yes, yes. You should definitely check that one out, because actually one of Terry's costumes in Smash Brothers is inspired by <laughs> Garo Mark of the Wolves. Um, but we've got some very interesting games uh, that had a lot of representation from other media, which so we're going to talk yes. about guest fighters. So, yes. Mortal Kombat is quite synonymous with having this, as is Tekken. Yeah. So in terms of the guest fighters from um, from Mortal Kombat history, we would go amiss without mentioning the very first one, which was their game with DC Oh gosh, yes. Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe on the Xbox right. 360 and PlayStation 3. Yes. Which when it happened, I thought it was terribly executed at the time. I, I thought it was fun. I, I'm a lot of, of people, people did. I'm one of those yes. people that saw that it was a disgusting mess and just went yeah. with it and had fun. That it did see, have some funny stuff in there. It was during the time that I was like, um, I guess, full of teenage angst. I don't know. <laughs> but I, I think I like, was too. Yeah, I was just like, oh, this is terrible. It is just they're just market. They're just buying into all the marketing. I, I, I won't have anything to do with it. And then, uh, of course, I regretted it afterwards. But at the time, I was yeah. very staunchly against against it yeah of course but it did have some really good stuff about it i mean joker was designed yeah. incredibly well oh yeah like, yeah looking one back, of the very few characters that actually had a really good moveset he was yes designed absolutely. perfectly mm-hmm. no absolutely absolutely mm. i loved his uh, fatalities as well they were brilliant the one oh. where, he, where he pulls out the fake gun yes he starts laughing and then he just shoots them Yes, which they've uh, recreated, shall oh, I did say. Oh, did they? They did. Oh, they did. yes. They did. I'm so yeah. glad about that. Yeah. Um, so you're not lacking there. Good. <laughs> in the, the newest wor- ones. Oh, but the worst part about it was Batman and Superman. Oh. Their heroic brutalities. I, I think that's what did it for me. Yeah. Where I was like... I don't like this. <laughs> no. The Flash was absolutely cheap in that game as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh. I, re- I remember... Oh, I just remember that whole time period. And it was a huge marketing deal. Yeah, uh, it was. They pushed so hard for that. Yeah, but this is the thing that I was telling you off air a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. Was that actually at the time, Midway were in a lot of trouble... Like they yes. were going out. They were essentially going to be going out of business. So this yeah. is basically um, Ed Boon's way of pitching to um, to DC and to Warner Brothers to for them to come and buy the Mortal Kombat division, basically. Yeah. And therefore, Mortal Kombat went over to uh, WB Games and they set up their new studio, such called Never Realm Studios. Yes. And this was the yes. game that caused them to do it. Um, here's a funny, interesting story that I will probably expound on in the future. Okay. I, I have a friend in the industry. Yeah. Uh, he's, 
He's been in the industry for a few decades. Okay. Decades older than me. Um, he used to be in acquisitions uh, of new games. Yep. And I think he said, uh, I might be putting the date wrong, but uh, I think it was 1989. He said a young man walked into his office. Yep. Very nervous. Um, did not give a good presentation. I think I know who you're talking about, but go on. <laughs> and uh, he had idea for a fighting game, and it was realistic. And yep, I won't say the company that the my friend worked. No, no, no please don't, because that's not. I won't. I wouldn't. It do might that. get me in trouble. Yep. But uh, he did, in fact, turn the young man down. He turned him down. Can I ask a quick mm-hmm. question about this? Sure, Does, sure, is sure. This, is this particular person not your friend? The person, uh-huh. the young pitcher himself. Uh huh. What does he go by a handle on Twitter called Noobdi? I I actually don't know. Uh, <laughs> I should probably look that up. No, that is actually, uh, that's actually a um a, an interesting story in its own right. Ah, interesting. Um, so he he dismissed this young fellow of course. from his office. And then this same young fellow went and sold his game. Yep. Which is now known as Mortal Kombat. Yep. Uh, and my, exactly who I thought it was. Yeah. And my friend to this day, we're talking, what are we, 30 years? Nearly 20? 30 years, yeah. Yeah regrets it it's 30 years yeah plus 30 plus years 30 years he remembers it in exquisite detail and regrets it to this day he turned the young man down because of his nervousness and inability to (laughs) present his game of course now this is what i was gonna say the reason Mm -hmm. why this is an interesting thing the guy himself Uh is the creator of mortal kombat Yes, and by that is right. on Twitter he is called Noob D because ah. on t- that is actually Ed Boone spelt backwards. Oh, really? Yeah, I should have clocked to that. I should have. <laughs> oh my god! Also, know that actually mm-hmm. the reason why there is a character called Noob Cybot. Yes, they, I yeah, do know that one. Named after the two creators of Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yes. I actually do know that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, the first night that my friend told me that, well, he didn't tell just me that story. We were telling a, an entire audience. And then yeah. after he and I went for drinks. Yep. And I was just like, I I can't believe you. He's like, yeah. Did you have yes. a Meldrew moment? I don't believe <laughs> Exactly. He <laughs> was just like, he was like, yeah, to this day, that is my biggest regret. Sometimes you make the wrong decision. Now, he made some other really good decisions. Um, yeah, that probably made so, that company a lot of money. Yeah, I won't go into, but uh, they might be my favorite game series. But um, <laughs> That's a bit of a giveaway, so, I think. But I'm going to ask you off air just to confirm that. Yeah, 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 because okay. I don't want to. All right. But uh, not that anyone listens to this, but just in case. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so uh, that that was an interesting lesson in when you go to present your games, you know, be confident. But then then again, he did manage to sell it to the right people. 
stuff. Yeah. Well, they did. They sold it to Midway, obviously. Yeah, they, they did all right. Midway did a really well out of that series until they, they did. made some really horrific decisions. Yeah, 100% agree. Yeah. Absolutely. But then, yeah. So we've got, obviously, we've got things like Marvel vs. Capcom that had, mm-hmm. you know, game, oh, yes. gaming's biggest crossovers and all that sort of yeah. thing, you know. Uh, that was incorporating Marvel characters into, into mm-hmm. the sphere. You know, you had. Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe, like we spoke about. Right. Um, we then move on to things like Mortal Kombat Nine, where yeah, you had some crazy characters come into that one. And I'm trying yeah. to remember some of the guest characters that came on that because that was mad. Uh, let me that go. was a very, very like that's the moment I decided maybe I'm not into Mortal Kombat as much as I thought. <laughs> oh, blimey. I forgot about some of these. <laughs> it was, wow. It was crazy. It was yeah. definitely crazy. Uh, yeah. And to be fair, uh, which we will talk about in more detail in here in a bit, yep. the uh, outfits for the characters got kind of crazy there they for did. a little while. Mm. Yeah. So... I'll go over these nine characters that have been in Mortal Kombat uh, as guest characters over mm-hmm. uh, since nine over nine, ten, and eleven. These mm-hmm. are mental. So you have Joker. We've mentioned him, you right? Have a Xenomorph from Alien. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fre- Freddy Krueger. Yep, that's Netflix. right. Face. Yeah. The Predator. Yep. Spawn. <sighs> Yeah, the T800 which... and Jason <laughs> Voorhees, but there is one other that was only PlayStation exclusive. Which was Kratos from God of War. <gasps> oh yes! Now I never played the PlayStation version. I didn't either. But I did hear of that, um, which is just that's just crazy. Yeah. That was absolutely mind blowing. I know, but he was broken apparently. No, I wouldn't he was be surprised. On the tournament scene, I think. Ah, right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I That's think because they played the like, exclusive on 360 at the time because it was the better version. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So yeah. that was the main one. Yeah, that yeah. I knew anything about I at mean, the time. Let's just say this one thing: as, as well respected as fighting games have been over the years, there's been mm-hmm. a lot of controversy about them as well, hasn't there? Yes, yes. I mean, from day one. Yeah, I mean, we Absolutely. mentioned obviously the 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 forming of the ERSRB because of Mortal Kombat yes. and Night Trap, but that's mm-hmm. not to. Um, I'm going to go into one of gaming's biggest crossovers here, and this is the mm-hmm. most unexpected of ones: Street Fighter Cross Tekken. Yeah, that's a uh, that's a weird one. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's very was, different styles. Yeah. They're two very different styles, so one 2D, one 3D, uh, mm-hmm. morphed onto a 2D plane because Capcom made this version. Yeah. With Tekken Cross Street Fighter still apparently supposed to be coming out. Uh, it's been eight. <laughs> it's been eight years. Just oh gosh. Now, uh, yeah, the, people seem to forget that Street Fighter Cross Tekken came out in 2012. Wow. Yeah, it's been a long time. Wow. So. Golly. So, this was a very unique interesting game 
let's say. It played like Street Fighter, but it had a lot of stuff that incorporated Tekken mechanics as well, such as wall bounces, right. ground bounces, um, oh, yeah. OTGs. So uh, to anyone who's not in the know, that's an off-the-ground. So you yeah. can keep your combo, combo going, even though they've hit the ground with a hard knockdown. Crazy stuff. Oh, wow. I really liked the game. I still have it on PC, and I still do play it. It's fun. Oh, wow. I really like that's it. But That's very cool. This game had a lot of controversy by locking 12 DLC characters on its disc. That, yes. Yes. Including Kai and Cody from Final Fight. <laughs> yeah. I'm not bitter about it at all. Oh, that, that, that was a crazy time for anyone who was not around at that time or yeah. wasn't aware. Uh, yeah, DLC at the time was... It wasn't really downloadable so much as it already disc. Yeah, it was already there, and it was just it was already there. Locking it via code. Yeah, which is just it was. It was kind of humiliating in a way. Yeah, uh, it, it was terrible. I hate it. I hated it. I hate mm-hmm. it. and that that was across all the games at the time. Um, that was across the board, and it just. There was no justification, and a lot of games through a lot of, you know, hissy fits, I guess, yep. <laughs> um, about it, because that's dumb. Why sell a disc with everything on it that I've paid for, I've paid, you know, full price for, and lock off? Yeah, exactly. It was never cheap, no. especially back then. No, it was, uh, 50, it was 50 pounds or $60 oh, for the base game. Yes. And then it that's was, right. That's it right. About, it was about twenty pound for those characters. Yeah, yeah, and it would be about twenty dollars for those characters. So yeah, it was crazy. And all you're doing is paying for, um, just oh, yeah, those were like a couple of kilobytes of code. Yeah, that was the early days of oh, DLC, DLC, and it was terrible, mm. terrible time, terrible yeah. time. I'm, I'm not against DLC. I'm against. Uh, Bad exploiting deals, it. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Mean, to be fair, this is just... I mean, Capcom are pretty much there when it comes to controversy with fighting games. They've <laughs> always been around, yeah. you know. We won't Absolutely. Go, I'll mention the seven versions of Street Fighter 2, the three versions of Street oh, Fighter 3, the four versions of Street Fighter 4, the three versions yeah. of Street Fighter 5 now, uh, yeah. Multiple Alpha games, including a repackaged Alpha Alpha Two Gold Street yes. Fighter EX EX Plus yes. EX Plus Alpha. That's right. Jesus, Capcom yeah. have released a lot of Street Fighter games, and not all of them have been hits. No. And uh, a lot of them, including Capcom Fighting Jam or Capcom oh, Fighting God. Evolution, sorry. Oh wow! Have been a disaster. Yes. Um, it really fundamentally ruined their fighting game division. Now, I want to bring up something that not a lot of people know about, which is the mm-hmm. fighting game Dark Ages. Hmm. So the it fight- sounds vaguely familiar, but I'm not... Pick- yeah, because it's a lie. That's why. Oh! <laughs> so, the fighting game Dark Ages was a time that apparently happened between 2002 and 2008. Where wow, that's a as, big stretch of time. Yeah, essentially after Marvel vs. Capcom 2 was an absolute uncertified hit, yeah. 
Capcom yeah. stopped making fighting games, or at least stopped making good ones. Right. Um, but it was the the reason why I bring it up is because a lot of people seem to think that nobody was making fighting games in that time, which is not true. Because you got more right. Tekken game, you got a lot of Tekken games on the PlayStation Two, including Tekken Four, Tekken Five, Tekken Tag. Yeah, um, I remember Tekken Four for sure. You get all, you've got all of those. You got um, uh, you got a few Samurai Samurai Showdown games, mm -hmm. a couple of SNK um, King of Fighters games like uh, King of Fighters Two Thousand Two. Um, yeah. And then this is where obviously we mentioned them. Guilty Gear was massive. I was Yes, I was gonna say that would have first. Uh, I I kind of spoke about it off air, but it was yeah. at a, a a party one night, and I'd never seen anything like it, and it was mm. crazy, yeah, absolutely so, wild. So the reason why I wanted to bring it up was mainly because if anyone ever mentions the dark, the fighting game mm -hmm. Dark Ages, tell them it's a lie. Yep. Because just Cause, because yeah, they weren't creating games doesn't mean anyone wasn't creating fighting games at that time. There were absolutely. loads available. Loads. Mm -hmm. No, um, absolutely. Uh, but we've obviously guest characters was quite a huge thing, you know. Yeah. Even to the point where um, um, I know it's a Rareware property, but they didn't actually make the new Killer Instinct on Xbox One. But <laughs> um, we had... Uh, the battle toads actually come into the into that game. Did they really? Yeah, they did. I love battle toads. So do I. But it's that's so fun. I know people say it's hard, but yeah. I love... what was it as well? They also had Arbiter in that game as well. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that Arbiter came over to um, Killer Instinct 20, oh. 2013. I'm oh wow! I'm gonna have to look it up. No. Yeah. But, um, yeah, along with uh, that, you know, I mean, there's always also uh, the female characters. Yeah, there's been a lot uh, of female characters over the years. Which, okay, on one hand, I love. Mm. Um, I mean, of course, being a kid, I mean, Chun-Li Chun and... Uh, the uh, the guy with the Wolverine claws <laughs> and Street Fighter. Oh, Vega. Yes, Vega. Thank you. Um, I would go between uh, uh, Chun Li and Vega. Yeah. Uh, it, because I mean, you know, Vega's quite flamboyant. We'll say. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. But then, what I loved about. Uh, combat was you know they had uh tana and uh, uh melina and yeah, you know jade. Uh, jade yeah which okay yes the character color bikinis yeah. on but uh, but i enjoyed uh having a female fighter to be able to do that now as i got older and went into fighting myself yeah. um i i did start to see some <laughs> strategic things yeah. um interesting side story when i started my MMA, which would be oh, six years ago now oh my gosh oh, it does not feel like i've been out of it that long yeah um <laughs> uh, my trainer would always play the mortal Kombat uh <laughs> soundtrack so that was always fun of course. um yeah but uh 
I remember when they first started talking about uh, Mortal Kombat 11. Well, it started with Mortal Kombat X, but yeah. it, it's really come to full front with uh, 11, mm. which is, oh, they've made the girls, I don't know what they say, something like they appeased the feminist and, you know, they made them have short hair and more clothes, more clothes and all this stuff. Guys, I'm going to tell you, <laughs> I have been in the octagon. Yep. You want short hair. Uh, in fact, most most females, I cut my hair very, very short when I'm fighting. Um, it comes just below my ears. Uh, you would not. Voice, isn't it? Oh, gosh, yeah. I mean, not only does it, when you're sweating, because you sweat like crazy. So not only does it get stuck in front of your face, which is bad, yep. <laughs> um, uh, it, you also don't want anything that can be you know, grabbed onto um so i would always cut my hair very very short a lot of the other girls their hair short would braid their hair yeah so that it was very close to the scalp so when they started coming out saying oh they cut the girl's hair short blah 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 i was like dude come on you that that's more realistic i'm sorry it is and then um Yes, I will try to say this as as safe for work as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, some of us are endowed yeah. young women. Uh, that can work against you uh, very much in uh, the octagon because that is a sensitive area. It gets, um, it gets very much in the way. So you either bound them up with uh, just tape. Or you get a, there's a type of, um, uh, I can't even think right now, but uh, it, it's a chest piece that you can wear uh, okay. yeah, to protect you. Um, kind of like an Under Armour type thing. Yeah. But uh, I never I never did that, but I did bound. Um, because, guys, I'm telling you, I mean, I've got massive arms and I am strong as a freaking ox. Those things get in the way. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, they do. They do. Um, and it kind of affects your reach as well. I have a very long reach because uh, of very long arms. Yeah. Um, so I need all of that out of the way. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I'm for one, I, I've never really hidden the fact that I love, I love beautiful, quote, sexy women in games. I am not against that by any means. I'm very practical and kind of realistic. Of course, um, yeah. Yeah, and so the kind of latest controversy with the the girls being fully dressed now and stuff. For me, as a fighter, that's more realistic. Yeah, um, I get that. Yeah, the idea of fighting in a bikini, I that would be bad. It's um, very WWE. It is. I mean, one of my very very first bouts. Uh, now I have. I've said. I think. I've before, um, when I fought, I had to do a lot of exhibition fights, mm-hmm. which means no points. But that's because I'm a very large uh, female, as in I'm six foot tall, um, and I'm very, very solid, very muscular. Yep. So I had to fight against men. Well, in the state of Texas, they don't let you count that on your card. Yeah, that's an exhibition. Card. Yeah, it can only be counted as an exhibition. So one of my very first fights was against um, who's a very accomplished fighter. Mm-hmm. And his 
very powerful move was to kick me right in the abdomen. Um, yeah, no worries there. I knew how to block against. Yeah, of course. You... But I try to picture myself in a bikini. Yeah, no. Kick no, there. No. Ah! no, no, that would be bad. <laughs> that would be so bad. Oh my gosh! And then the brute. Ah, no, 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 no. Yeah. No, course. no fighter in their right mind would that much exposed flesh. They just wouldn't, guys. I'm not. No, they wouldn't. So if you ever see like um Cammy's model from Street Fighter mm-hmm. three, four four or five where she's basically yes. got her butt hanging out yes. the time, that's not realistic. And it no. would happen because she'd be trying no. to pull that thing straight out of her butt. Oh my gosh, all yes. The time. It would be a distraction. It would be a huge distraction. Yeah. Uh, so it looks good in the game. Like, it does. Right, I mean but... I'm I'm not gonna lie, yeah. Well, even going back to to uh, more combat, like Katana looks freaking gorgeous for a couple of those, um, and you know her her outfit just gets smaller and smaller with each iteration. And I do, I think she's a gorgeous character. Yeah. Is it realistic? No. No, but no. it it's it starting to sell copies. <laughs> no. Let's just be honest. Yeah, um, it's just funny to hear the. Uh, Taku crowd, uh, yeah. which I love. Don't get me wrong. I, uh, <laughs> I'm, kind of, I'm kind of part of that crowd. Uh, but to go over about just appeasing the feminists, I I don't think they are. Uh, I think they're just trying to be a little bit more realistic. Yeah, I think fight. so. A little bit more. I mean, you can't be completely realistic. It is yep. a fantasy fighting game. but yeah, um, That's pretty much what they are. They are kind of fantasy yeah. Because they're not realistic in any way, shape, or form. Not really. Like, I mean, you can't rip someone's spine out. <laughs> not, not even just that. You can't. You can't. Like in terms of Street Fighter, you can't sit on the ground, do a crouch, <laughs> crouching medium kick, and then throw a fireball. Like, right. That's nearly. That's impossible. Oh. That's not going to happen. I wish I could throw a fireball. Yeah, that would get the people amount, off of me real quick. Yeah, the, amount, <laughs> the amount of times I've wanted to low forward fireball, fireball cancel. Just the amount of times I've wanted to do that. So coming, uh, coming back to it, so yeah. guest characters for Killer Instinct 2013 on the Xbox One. Yeah. These are mental, by the way. Um, Rash from um, <laughs> Battletoads, but he incorporated all the Battletoads into his moveset. That is so crazy. I actually did not know that. Yep. Arbiter. Yes, which is blowing my mind. This is the one that blew my mind when I remembered it. Because I've just mm-hmm. seen it. General Ram from Gears of War. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. But crazy. you're right. That's crazy. Gosh, that is so wild. Yeah, he what was a, a DLC time. character in season three. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> I, I think, shall we leave this here with this one? But mm-hmm. we'll mention one last thing to do with fighting games. Sure the popularity of them outside of gaming. Okay. How many of them have had movies? Well, uh, yeah. You know what? You're right. First uh, of all... Yep. Street had... Fighter. Yep. Uh, and... Mortal Kombat 1 and 2. Or yes. Mortal Kombat and Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Uh, yeah. Dead or Alive, which we haven't mentioned. Yes. Which is the, uh, the, overly, yeah, we... the overly sexy one. 
which I do actually very much enjoy. Yeah, I like DOA. DOA four had like was a yeah. really good game, and it had um Spartan uh a Spartan mm-hmm. as a guest character That's right. in that game, which yes. was awesome. Um, oh wait, uh, it's the uh, only game that I've ever had uh, an E grade online. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, so, I remember the trailer for it when it dropped. Yeah, so did I. Yeah, I was very excited. Um, didn't didn't turn out to be quite as good. I really liked DOA four though. It was good, but it, yeah, I thought it would be a little better. I mean, did but I, um, I mean, sorry, I've got to go back to guest characters because I've missed one. Sure. The, the most iconic one of all time. Sure. Link in Soul Calibur two. <gasps> Oh, yes! Soul Calibur. I did forget that. Yeah. You're right. Link in Soul Calibur oh. 2. You had a Heihachi in the PlayStation version and Spawn in the yes. Xbox version. Yeah. So Spawn and has I believe... actually been a DLC, has been a guest character in two separate games. That's crazy. And I think, remember, correct me if I'm wrong, listeners, but I do. That franchise. Yeah. In fact, I'm quite sure that is okay. actually what's happening all right yeah so but, back, so movies the yep yeah, street fire yeah more combat and um uh, one and annihilation doa um mm-hmm. king of fighters there was a, one there's a tekken yes movie. yep um, uh street fighter had a second movie as well uh yeah chun li i, I yeah. decided to leave that one out intentionally it's really bad uh, <laughs> yeah it is but um, that's not mentioning the animated movies that we've had. Yeah, looking, that's right. I'm looking at one right now, Street Fighter Assassin's Fist. Which I is... do kind of like the animated ones, but I just like oh, animation. Oh, no, that's not an animated one, sorry, Assassin's Fist. That's live action. Is it really? Yeah, it's actually brilliant I as well. don't remember that one. Uh, it After... was originally actually a series on YouTube on Machinima, but they actually... Re- oh, wow. Um, wow. come over and... Uh, August. August, I will bring it over yeah. for you so you can watch it. Definitely. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, so they've had that, but they've oh, also had mission. the iconic uh, Street Fighter 2 manga. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, that one. Yes, I know they, that one. They also had Street Fighter Alpha movie as well. They've had um, Tekken Blood Vengeance, which is oh, actually wow. quite a good one, to be fair, as well. I have to say, out of out of all of them, and I, and I do love more... Mm. Uh, as cheesy as it is of course uh but believe it or not street fighter has the best line out of all of them which, and that's which when, movie are we talking about though we're talking about the original street fighter okay. with Ra- raul julia yes. as uh, m bison uh where he talks about how oh uh, i know exactly what you're talking about here the well. day he destroyed the village yep for me he's like you it was cheesy. Yes. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's like chilling. He's it was like, beautiful. Did for you, you the uh, rest of your the, your life ended that day. But for me, it was just a Tuesday. Yeah, ah! it's so good, so good. <laughs> it's so like, good. It's so strange to think that Raul Julia was so oh, ill making that movie. He was. He, he was not long after it was not long after well. he was in a wheelchair uh, at the time and. Yeah would get up and film his his uh yeah scenes they had to actually he was an amazing change. actor yeah mm. they had to like um they had to add things to the costume to make him bulk out a little bit more as well because oh. 
Oh dear, dear, yeah, it dear. It was horrible yeah. to see, but um, fabulous actor. Oh, uh, what was it? So I thought you were going to mention the classic Zangief line from that movie. Oh, which one? Uh, it's the bit where the um, where the trucks getting crashed through, oh, and they're yes. watching the CCTV camera footage, and he goes, "Quick, change oh, the channel." Yes. <laughs> oh gosh, that one's good too. Oh, it's so cheesy good. That's oh, the thing. Yeah. When you're watching either the first Mortal Kombat Street Fighter movie, you have to bear in mind they are cheesy on purpose. Yeah, the first uh, Mortal Kombat is actually a good movie, to be fair. I, I like it. I mean, obviously, the whole Mortal Kombat franchise is copying Alpha the Last Dragon. Yeah, but, of course. Yeah, it, but it's the cheesy version. But also yeah. watch The Last Dragon. Too right. <laughs> um, now, for a bit of factage here to do with the movies mm-hmm. and to do with uh, a particular game, do okay. you know that Mortal mm-hmm. Kombat originally was uh, pitched as a Jean-Claude Van Damme fighting game. Oh my gosh. Uh, I actually didn't know that. Yeah, it was pitched as a Jean-Claude like Van Damme fighting game, but uh, he did not want anything to do with it. Oh, he, wow. Yeah, he was then given the opportunity to play <laughs> Johnny Cage in the movie, which he turned down. Oh, wow. To play Guile in Street Fighter. Yep, yep, <laughs> he sure did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, right on. And that was like when he was starting to come down from popular. Yeah, because he, um, if you're listening, Jean-Claude, I'm sorry to say this, but you had a bit of a coke problem. <laughs> you did, and he made some really bad decisions towards the, the midnight. He still does. <laughs> he still he does. does. <laughs> oh, you should see his daughter, though. I Number know. one, she- no, she's beautiful. Okay, uh, alright. And number two, she's an amazing sir. Okay, I'll oh. have to check that out then. Yeah, no, for real. Uh, I wish that she would pursue a movie career, but that's my own selfish. No, <laughs> I have to, I have to like be satisfied. Yeah. Which I love her as a fighter, but she's a terrible. One. I love yeah. you, Gina Carano. <laughs> <laughs> she's not good. Oh, that's a shame. That's a shame. Uh, good yeah. fighter, though. Yeah, of course. But that's going to cover it for our fighting games. Yes. Because yes. it's been a lot of games, a lot of stuff, and a lot of trivia. But yeah, absolutely. I think what's most interesting is actually hearing it from your perspective as someone who is a female fighter. Yeah. Um, and, and that's a thing out there. Uh, listen, I want to know anything like be in the octagon don't be afraid to ask i love talking about it <laughs> yeah you never shut up to me about it i know i love it let's talk about it more <laughs> yes next week's of- episode is all about mma <laughs> yeah no it's like i will sonic. i will say yeah it is it's gonna be sonic i will say this and then we'll move on to questions yep. uh one of my uh trademark moves in uh kickboxing and mma yep uh i would I would very carefully, uh, I was usually pitted against the new students because uh, yeah. they wouldn't, they were very unassuming. Oh, there's a female, you know, she's not going to do anything to me. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a rule that you need to wear a cup if you're a male. Oh, of course. Uh, most guys aren't fans of wearing cups. They're uncomfortable. So I guess I have to assume, I do not know. Yeah, they um, are uncomfortable. It was my job to check 
and Czech is a, a is is a fighting term. Okay, uh, I know where you're going with this. <laughs> that they were wearing cups. I would Ooh, say yeah. that nine out of ten were never wearing cups, and oh, did Ooh. they learn? They learned real fast. To get oh, that. No, no, no. <laughs> That's hearing that. Ah, oh, they just need to be glad that I had perfect control over my kids. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's pretty lucky. <laughs> oh, that was a fun time. But I yes. Bet. Yeah. <laughs> For me anyway. So if, so if there's any, any any feminists out there who don't like men, get into MMA because it means you can kick them in the balls. But I love men and I was still I like, I, one, one time, I'll, I'll say this, one time uh, I stopped my kick right like we're talking right, right there, and then yeah. I wiggled my toes. <laughs> oh no! I was like, oh my gosh! And I was like, "That's right, you better be wearing it." <laughs> oh, ah, yeah, that was definitely a fun time. Okay, okay. anyway, we will move on, on to listener questions. Yes. Okay, we've got some sublimely evil ones again, and I yes, love absolutely, it. I do. I okay, do. so we're gonna. <laughs> We're going to start out with the um, the tamest of them all. Yes. Which comes from Thomas at LlamaFluff42 on Twitter. Thoughts, mm-hmm. please, on that Animal Crossing limited edition console. And also, just what is it about Animal Crossing that has such huge appeal across a varied demographic? That's so good. I wish such we a had good Jen, question. Jen to answer this question. I know. She'd be the best to answer this. I know. <laughs> But do you want to take this or should I? Uh, eh, either way, we could. you can start and then I'll join okay. in. Okay, I have no interest in the Animal Crossing limited edition console and all those people have gone absolutely haywire about it. Are a little I, bit crazy. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say that I'm not a, fran- a fan of limited edition consoles. Um... But the reason why is because I own a printing company and I can print my own yeah, uh, skins. <laughs> I mean, I think the only ever limited edition uh, piece of hardware that I've ever owned was the Resident Evil 5 red Xbox 360 controller because Ooh, nice. it was a red Xbox 360 controller and I love red. Which is your favorite color. Well, I can tell you, I can tell you my only of limited edition hardware that I ever bought, which would be the Game Boy Advance uh, Zelda. Oh, very The gold nice. one. I have it. I that, still have that, it today. That's very cool. And I'm looking at one now, actually. Yeah. It was given to me <laughs> by someone for my birthday. It's not the All gold right. one. It's actually the, oh. the NES GBA SP. Oh, very nice. Yeah. I'm quite yeah. proud owner of that one, but I didn't buy it, yeah. so I can't count it. But, yeah. <laughs> I mean, each to their own. I'll Absolutely. If you're massively excited mm-hmm. about Animal Crossing and you want to pre-order one of these limited edition consoles, fair play yeah. to you. They do look really nice. They do. They but do. most of these people yeah. already own two or three Switches already. Oh, so I know. you really need to spend £320 on another? Oh, I, 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 I just couldn't. I couldn't. No, I couldn't oh. do it either. Even makes my I... stomach just drop. Ugh. To be honest with you, the 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 coloured dock and mm-hmm. the the design on the back of the switch are very very nice, but I just don't. They are. I they don't are. like the Joy-Con colours. 
Which is weird because I actually like the Joy Con. <laughs> I like pastels, I do. Yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, but it does fit yeah. the theme of Animal Crossing. It does. Uh, fair enough. They, ha- I actually thought this was going to be a Switch Lite, but they went full hog and went full Switch. And it's fair <laughs> enough. Can't I think that, yeah, I think they would have to. I think in Animal Crossing has such a uh, cultish, and I mean that in a good way, not in a bad way. Yeah. A cultish following that uh, it would serve them better to have gone for the full, which they did. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And to ca- tackle the second part of this question, mm-hmm. uh, what is it Animal Crossing? What is it about Animal Crossing that has a, such huge appeal across a very demographic? It's because it appeals to anyone. <laughs> It's yeah. It's the the long and short of it is that it is a peaceful, relaxing game about a money hungry mortgage advisor <laughs> who wants to fleece you for all your money. Yes, I mean yes, that's the long and short of. It. Yeah, <laughs> it does appeal to everyone. It's cutesy. It it's does cutesy art style. It's nice somber music. You know the changing seasons constantly. You know, it uh, it's just generally looks like a nice game to play, and you don't get many of those out there apart from, you know, Harvest Moon, I mean, Stardew Valley, and all those well, things. Well, yeah, those are, I, you know, exact, uh, I was going to say ripoffs. I didn't mean that. Um, exact clones? Clones probably is what I mean more. Well, um, Harvest, Harvest Moon came first. Well, okay. Okay, that's true. Um, but I, I would say that the uh, mass because um, I'm going to get a little bit technical here, but uh, they follow the rules of gamification, yeah. which is, if you've never heard of gamification, uh, look it up. <laughs> it is, yeah. Uh, it, it's actually, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a really cool, it's a psychological term yeah. in this sense that we're using it in. Um, the Human brain, I mean, we're all individuals, but overall, the human brain kind of follows its own uh, formula. Yep. And one thing that it hates more than anything is incompletion. Um, Or, yeah, or non closure. Hmm. Gamification. Animal Crossing, which I love, is huge. In that area, as is most, I'm going to say, casual games. Now, I do not use casual gaming as an insult ever. I know that yeah. some people do. I do not. I enjoy oh, casual gaming very much. Yeah, I hate that term, you filthy casual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I have patience for yeah. people like that. Um, I, I love casual gaming. I also love hardcore gaming. I'm both. There's nothing wrong um, that. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, yeah, so I think that the mass it comes to a lot of science gamification, and I think they right. Um, and goodness knows, I enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So, I think I think we've answered that question pretty well. Yeah, I love that question. It was good. It was, it Very was good. good one. Thank you, Thomas. Good question. Absolutely. So, mm-hmm. this one comes courtesy of one of our writers. In fact, the next two do. But this one is yes. uh, from Chloe, yes. uh, who actually does the artwork for our channel. So thank you. Woohoo! So, yeah. Uh, she, you can find her at, on Twitter at WriteBluesAway. She asks, <laughs> what game would you introduce to someone who has never played games 
or hates gaming to convince them to get into it? See, that one's tough for me. Easy one because for me. I know because you've had experience yeah. with this. <laughs> I already know. I already know what you're in. Yeah. Um, I again being a female gamer, mm-hmm. uh, I have a lot of female friends. Yeah. Um, they're not really into games. <laughs> like, name Sims. Sims. That that's a universal game that. I could show to my friends who are not gamers uh, who would probably enjoy it. Um, my uh, brother used to tease me and say that it was it was Barbies <laughs> in yeah. game form, which I thought was kind of mean because I didn't even yeah, play Barbie. Yeah, a bit mean. I was like, I love The Sims, but I don't like Barbie. And he's like, you're yeah. just playing Barbie. Um, but... Uh, so for me, it would be it would probably be The Sims, just yeah. because that does seem to be kind of universal among my friends. Yep. Uh, outside of that, they don't really game. No. Um, they would no. never be into like Halo or even Subnautica or anything like that. It would have to be something like The Sims. Yeah, of course. I, yeah. I probably agree with that. The Sims is a perfect sort of gateway game. Mm-hmm. It's all about. It's very light on its gamey elements, yeah. isn't it? Where it's all yes. about resource management and yes. just just generally keeping the family alive through day to day. Yep. We Unless you know the cheats. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah I, I will say this one thing. Go on. Uh, when the very first Sims came out, I think it was on the PlayStation 1, um, yep. I was laying on the couch playing it and I just had this moment of existential crisis where I was like, I had to go to the bathroom so bad because didn't want to go out. I didn't want to go because I was playing. <laughs> and then my Sims had to go to the bathroom really bad, oh, and my then goodness. didn't. And then they went on, you know, on themselves because yeah. Sims do. Uh, and I was like, I'm gonna stop playing this for a little yeah, bit. I need to stop playing for a few minutes. Yeah, so I don't actually do this myself become a little too real (laughs) (laughs) but anyway go ahead because i already know what you're gonna say (laughs) well do you really i do okay yeah it's untitled goose game (laughs) yeah i knew it (laughs) well the only well it's one of two it's the first one Uh but mainly because like i said in a previous podcast Mm -hmm. we mentioned this in the game of the game of the year discussion yes 2019 um this game got my girlfriend interested in wanting to actually play it she doesn't play games has no interest in playing them she gets frustrated playing them because she can't yeah so this was the perfect game she even sat down had a good laugh and enjoyed it i can't (laughs) complain at that but absolutely absolutely my second choice and i think this is pretty <laughs> universal for most mario kart i knew you're gonna say mario kart. <laughs> Look, mario kart appeals to everybody it's so it simplistic that even a child can pick it up to be fair i have been at several uh parties yep. of course they're nerd parties because that's all i do um yep. where we've all just Sat down and played a good old round of Mario Kart. Oh, of course you do. Oh, you God. hear about yeah, charity yeah. tournaments that happen on Mario Kart. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, Absolutely. There's someone that I follow on Twitter who recently had that at her work, which was quite cool. That is so, very cool. Yeah. yeah, you're right. That is unique. Exactly. Is Mario good. Kart appeals to everybody. You can't knock it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. yeah, 
So I think that's probably the best way to go. Absolutely. Okay. Do you want to read this last question? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> I do love this question. Ah, this one comes to us courtesy of at Gamer Dad Journal. Go follow him because he's got great content. Yep. Um, and his question, which is so evil, I love it. It's tasty. Um, oh, it's so tasty. Oh, yum, 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 yum. Um, <laughs> which Pokemon do you think would taste the best? And how would you cook and serve it? So this covers both our favorite subjects of food and video games. <laughs> it does. Now. I will say though, it isn't specified which generation. Yep. Um so I've I've kind of Shall we stay 151? Well, I mean that's what I need to know. Are we going, you know, outside our generation one or generation one? Look, I barely know anything outside of generation one anyway, so we'll stick with generation one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Then I know <laughs> Okay. <laughs> People are think I'm the devil. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because we're staying with Generation One. Yep. Because if I was to eat a Pokemon, it would be because of survival. Of course. I I would have Snorlax. Hmm. <laughs> okay. I can see it. And I would, I would bake him low and slow. Sorry, what? Ah, I would bake him in the phrase that us Texans use to describe barbecue, oh, which is yeah. low and slow, which is low heat for a few hours. A few hours? I thought it was like 12. Well, yeah, it, it can be up to 48. Oh, um, okay. I have I have smoked and cooked meat for forty eight hours. Oh, God. wow! Uh, so I I think that uh, the Snorlax would be a perfect choice for this because you know he's got that lovely layer of fat. Yeah, that's gonna be some tasty that just, meat. Oh, that's gonna be just a tasty, <laughs> tasty meat. Okay. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, now I thought a bit more logically about this one. Okay. Do you want to know what my my mind frame was here? <laughs> sure. Thinking of stuff that is already technically food. Uh huh. So I came up with a couple, but I'll go right. with this one as my answer. Uh -huh. Kingla. <laughs> because it is a giant crab, and I I'd, I'd stick it in a yes! boiling pot of water and just boil it away. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that is perfect. Yeah, you can't beat a bit of crab meat. <laughs> I, I'll tell you who I... Who... Yeah. Now that you've said that, uh, that was Mudkip. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, yes. I hear you like Mudkips. Yes. <laughs> because being from Texas, we have what's called catfish. Oh, I can't remember what it's called here. River something. It's It's... Oh, I know. They sell it here. Yeah. Oh, I'm so mad. I blinked out on that. But um, we call it catfish. Yeah. Um, and I assume that mudkip would be very similar to catfish. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would imagine it would be as well. Oh. I mean, the other two answers I would have had for this was probably Magikarp. Uh -huh. 
Oh, yes. Okay, speech. along the same lines. But yep. if I wanted to be a little bit more crazy, I would have gone with Blastoise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow! Yeah, Very like good. a bit of reptile. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I've had crocodile, so... Well, there you go. <laughs> of course you would. But then if, again, if I could we... have also said um, Paris or Parasect, because they're mushrooms. Oh, gosh, yes. Well, um, if we had gone off of uh, uh, Generation 1, I would have picked Tapig, which is clearly a pig. Yep. <laughs> he goes, he, he evolves into Night, which uh, just sounds like some tasty bacon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I love bacon. <laughs> mm, bacon. Oh, yeah. And then there's a grump pig. Yeah, oh, no, I'm just trying to think of Jen's, like, because obviously I've played, like, Sun and Moon. I'm just trying to think of yeah. Seven's ones that, like, that actually look like they could be food. Oh, gosh. I don't know. I'd I'll be... tell you, I... Uh-huh. Uh, I'd be a bit wrong to say I wanted to eat Lit and the kitten. <laughs> um, well, I'll tell you who I'd stay away from. Absolutely. It would be a little too... Uh, 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 oh crap! What is it when you eat your own cannibalistic? Uh, yeah. Uh, Mr. Mime. <laughs> okay, I'm picking. Uh, I was gonna say I'll pick one that I can't eat, but uh, I don't know. Hmm, not sure. I don't know if there's one that I can't eat, but one that I'm. Uh, Jigglypuff. I I don't know. Would Jiggly? It would just be a giant marshmallow. Well, I was gonna say, would it taste like cream, like a cream puff? Yeah, I, I I would say stick some chocolate on there and make some s'mores. Oh, Jigglypuff! <laughs> As it's burning alive. <laughs> Jesus! This got dark really quickly. Oh yeah. <laughs> We're to dark. Okay, one that you definitely can't eat: Trubbish um, or Garbador? Because they're just giant trash sacks. Yeah, I don't want to taste that ever. Yeah, no thanks. I'm sure the, the stench would be bad enough. I am, like, vomiting in my mouth. Um, <laughs> we'll move on then, shall we, to our outro. Also, well, one thing, I would... One. I like Mankey. The monkey? Mankey. Yeah. I like him. It's definitely a bit manky, though. <laughs> yes, he would be a bit manky. <laughs> <laughs> You led me right uh, into that poor joke. I did. I did. I did. I walked you right up to the door and pushed you through. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have to do anything. No, you didn't. <laughs> um, but that about wraps it up for us. Uh, we are very, very happy that you joined us um, this week. And I am being very biased, but I just want to say we've got the best listeners in the history of ever. And they provide us with the best questions in the history of ever. (laughs) I love them. Yeah, please keep Uh, coming because we love the amazing questions you give us every week. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, you know, share and, you know, subscribe and comment and tell us, give us feedback. Rate us. Yeah, rate us. Give us feedback because this show is for you guys. Um, and you know, we just shape it and stuff for you. Yep. Um, and we could stop so... any time. No, I'm joking. I wouldn't stop. I wouldn't stop <laughs> no. for no reason. 
No way. I look forward to it every every week. It is um, one of the joys of my week, to be honest. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so if you want to join us uh, online, you can find us at www.rapidreviewsuk.com. Mm-hmm. Or you can talk to us via Twitter at Rapid Reviews UK. Mm-hmm. Or our uh, podcast-specific um, Twitter, which is at RRRadioPod. Yep. And where can they find you? They can find me just rambling away on the Twitter sphere <laughs> at Pete Beckett1, and Beckett is spelled B-E-C-K-E-T-T. And where um, can they find you? Yes, you can find me at Kylie Twitch, K-I-L-Y-T-H-G-R-E-E-T. Where I'm currently twittering about inventions and uh, autism, so <laughs> a great combination. Um, and then, happen to be on Facebook, uh, you can also find us there at Rapid UK. Blimey, I'm surprised you remember that one. I'm looking right at it, and I read it. And uh, we have a new uh, email address: is mm-hmm. questions and feedback and just everything. Yeah, you're bored. You just want to write some nonsense, send yeah. it to us. Uh, yeah, if you want to is... write something that's more than uh, 280 characters. Right, exactly. Um, so you can send that to us at puck at rapidreviewsuk.com. Excellent. So that ends this week's show. Yes. So nearly. that leaves nearly. We have one last thing. Yep. So Pete, hit us with that game fact. Okay. So... I'm glad you mentioned this place earlier. I'm glad. Oh, great. And you okay. something to do with this company earlier, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. And listeners, he makes me not game fact. I never know what it is I when like he says it. I like to be surprised. I, I like it, too. So, did so. you know that Nolan Bushnell, mm-hmm. the founder of Atari, <laughs> uh-huh. also founded the famous kids' fast food chain Chuck E. Cheese? to get kids to play Atari arcade games. Really? Yes. That makes so much sense. That goes I said earlier. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, well, thank you guys for joining us. That was amazing. That was a great wrap up. Um, And we hope that you join us next week. Yep. So we will talk to you guys next week. (laughs) Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.